0: Welcome to the God and Your Business Podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, the Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business Podcast. Thank you as always for being a listener. I really love doing these episodes and just sharing my heart and the things that I'm learning about faith and entrepreneurship. And today I want to talk about something that I think is very fascinating, and that is when your vision and God's don't align, right? And I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. I started writing a book called The Entree and the Method. In 2021. And I was getting ready for it to be released March 1st of 2022. And I remember when I was working on my goals for 2022, this was in October of 2021. So that's kind of when I start my year. I start my year in October, the year before. And um, for a number of reasons. And for me, I think why I've kept the habit up is I'm kind of three months into the year by the time everybody else is saying Happy New Year. And it keeps me focused during the long holidays. I mean, like starts with Halloween and then there's Thanksgiving and there's Christmas and all of that stuff. So it doesn't mean I don't celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving, but I just have a different level of focus because it's kind of like my January in a way. So when I was setting, looking at the goals for the year, I looked at what I wanted to see happen with the book. And I know that the average nonfiction book does about 250 copies in the first year. And I knew I wasn't going to shoot for 250, but I, you know, I had that number in my head and I was just thinking and praying about it. And I sensed that God was like, do 10,000 copies. I'm like, 10,000 copies? Like, what in the world? Like, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see how that was possible. I couldn't imagine pulling it off. So, for me, in a way, it was an impossible goal. But after fussing about it, usually God ignores me and he's quiet till I come around. And so I was like, okay. But I couldn't bring myself to, to believe it. So I, I'm like, I hear you, but I can't, my heart can't grab that number. And so, what I did was I took that goal. And I printed out, you know, I went to Canva and I printed this image with the book on it, because at that point I already had the proof of the cover I had the book on it. And to the side of it, I had 10,000 copies sold with exclamation marks and all of that. And I put it on my vision board. Okay. What was I trying to do? I was trying to change my mind. I was trying to let the vision take hold of my heart. I was trying to get on the same page with God. So this is kind of like when I bring this up because Abraham was told, okay, you're going to have a son and then your descendants will be more numerous than the sand on the seashore, than the stars in the sky. But he'd waited decades, right? And there was no child And so he had this moment that I was having where what he was thinking or seeing was just different from what God was thinking or seeing. Okay. So like Abraham, this is Genesis chapter 15. Uh, Read from verse one. It says, so sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abraham in a vision and said to him, don't be afraid, Abraham, for I will protect you and your reward will be very great. Verse two, but Abraham replied, oh, sovereign Lord. What good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? Since you've given me no children, Eliezer of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. Like he's completely moved on. It's not like at some point God would give me a son. He was seeing something completely different. He goes on to say in verse three, you have given me no descendants of my own, so one of my servants will be my heir. Verse four, then the Lord said to him, No, your servant will not be your heir, for you will have a son of your own. Who will be your heir? And of course, we know the rest of the story. Of course, he did go on to have Isaac and descendants and all of that stuff. But there are times where our pictures and God's pictures just don't line up. And it's our job to change our minds to line up with what he's saying. So you may be here, you have this nudge that God is calling you to start a business or he's telling you to grow your business or he's going to talk, calling you to impact more people or add a new vertical. Maybe he's calling you to give in a way you haven't given before, whatever it is, right? Our job is kind of to line up with how he's leading us, to line up with what his word says. So anyway, so I had this on my vision board from October and I started saying it, right? The trending Method book sells 10,000 copies in the first year. But still, I couldn't quite see it. So what was I doing? I was doing the work to change my mind, right? I would visualize it. Like, what is it like if I sell 10,000 copies? What would that be like? And I did that in October. I did it in November. I did it in December. And then one day, I was working in my home office. My vision board was to my left. And I got up and I walked past my vision board. And my eye just happened to fall on 10,000 copies sold, that part of the vision board. And for the first time, the thought that went off in my head was like, of course. And so I was walking by, this all happened in a split second. And I stopped. I was like, wait a minute, that picture has left the vision board and it's now in my heart. So it took three months. It could have taken less, I guess, if I worked harder at it, but it took three months. But in January, I finally got to that point where I could see it. So I say all that to say this. When we got closer to the launch, she was like, why don't you shoot for a thousand the first week? At this point, I was like almost a little upset. I was like, how (laughs) How am I supposed to do that? how am I supposed to do that? But I was like, okay, all right. I was like, okay, I'll do my part and you'll do your part. Right. And so I put that as a target, a thousand copies. And I started working at it because when God asks us to do stuff, he expects us to grow our belief. He expects us to do our part and he will do his part. And so I put a launch team together who promoted the book. A number of you are listeners here. So thank you so much for being a part of the launch team. And I got people from the Entre MD Business School were going to share it and people from church were going to share it and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, first week, I'm just going to push as hard as I can push. I'm just going to do my best. And so the first day, I think we did almost 300 copies. It was so crazy. And, you know, started pushing and pushing. We had the in-person book signing five days after the launch and all of that. And so we didn't hit a thousand copies, but we surpassed 800 though, which was, I mean, that's just a mind blowing number to me, right? And so we surpassed 800 copies on in the first week and I was just blown away, really blown away. I'm grateful. And I share this with you because there are things that may seem out of reach. And we can work our belief and work our actions and do our best and trust God to do the rest. And we will end up in places where we're like, wow, this is amazing. I don't know how I got here. I mean, like, With the way I was thinking before I felt like God impressed this on my heart, if I had 200 the first week, I would have been like ecstatic. And to 4X that, at the time of this recording, we surpassed a thousand copies. I'm just like super grateful. And I just wanted to, those dreams may be big, but one, you want to accept it. Right? Like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I don't have the how, but you can decide before you have the how, right? You can decide I'm gonna do this with God, I'm gonna do this. And then two is to work on your belief. And you can do the vision boards, you can look at scriptures and read impossible things, like you know, David who took out Goliath, Abraham who had a child at hundred, and all of those things, and realize, well, this is just one more impossible thing. Apparently, God is really good at it. And then the third thing is to do your part, right? Whatever that part is. So for me, it was going all out to sell it, going out, reach out to people online, in person, texting, email, the whole nine yards, right? Reach out to people who can reach out to people, um, reach out to people who have audiences, who reach out to other people and all kinds of stuff. And so we can do this. And God really loves it when we thrive. And when we do things like that, because we get to be walking billboards for him, right? He's, we like, we're like his mannequins. He uses us to show off how good he is really. So there you have it. So if there's a dream you've been holding back on, you haven't wanted to own, or maybe you were like me or like, no Lord, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I want to invite you to say yes to it and then work the process and then let him do his thing. Okay. All right. So that's what I have for you. And I would love to hear your story of the impossible things that you choose to embrace and totally rock. And you can find me on Facebook and you can send me a private message and stuff like that. I would love to hear all about it. And don't forget to share this episode with a friend because somebody else is going to be super encouraged because they heard what you just heard. All right. So I will see you, my friends, on the next episode of The God and Your Business Podcast. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.